wonder uh, whenever you're out in the car with uh, your mum or dad or granny or granda or whoever it is, uh, you might see some road signs. And in a few years' time, whenever you uh, become 17 uh, and start learning to drive, that's a scary thought, um, you need to learn what some road signs are. So I want to see if you know uh, any of these road signs now. Here's the first one. Sorry, right, Rebecca? Where might you see it? Outside your school. Isn't that right? It's warning there's a school crossing ahead. Okay? Let's see if we get the next one. There. Yep. It's a warning about roadworks, isn't it? Sorry, Carl didn't see the first one. It's a warning about roadworks. It's not a warning about men putting up umbrellas. Which I thought when I was weak. Let me see, got one more. Slippy road, that's right. It's another warning. Isn't it? It's a warning about slippery roads. So uh, signs in triangles are warnings. There's a danger ahead. And if Jesus was giving us a road sign for our Bible reading today, it would be, uh, it would look like this. What might that be saying? Now you'll not see this on the road. I think everyone would stop if you could see this one on the road. But what might it be saying, Josh? Right, Jack. There's a warning about what is it? Money. There's a warning about money, about wealth. Look uh, with me at the Bible reading on the sheet. Look at verse 15. Here's where Jesus gives that warning. He says, Watch out. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. A man's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. Watch out. There's a warning against greed. It's a warning that we need to hear. You see, Jesus is asked in verse 13. A man asks Jesus for help. Look at verse 13. Someone in the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. Now, are there any older brothers here? Jack, you're an older brother. Mark, you're the oldest of your brothers. Uh, Daniel, you're the oldest of yours. In Jesus' day, the oldest brother inherited everything. 
And yeah, it'd be great, wouldn't it? Because I'm an older brother too, so I think that's great. The younger brother and all the sisters got nothing. The oldest brother inherited everything. The rest of the family got nothing. And this man comes to Jesus and asks for help. He says, I want some of the inheritance. Tell my brother to divide it with me. And you think, normally whenever people come to Jesus for help, Jesus helps them. Think of uh, the blind man who comes to Jesus, and Jesus gives him sight. Or a lame man, Jesus heals. But when this man comes asking Jesus for help, Jesus says, no. And he gives that warning. He says, watch out. Be on your guard against all kinds of grief. He sees that this man is greedy. He sees that this man is only concerned about wealth. And so he gives a warning about greed. About things that you treasure. Now if you turn over to the back of the, um, the Bible reading. On the next page you'll see something on the left. Uh, what is it? What type of map? It's a treasure map, isn't it? And it leads to uh, the treasure that we see uh, on the right hand side. Well, I have a treasure map this morning, and I need someone who's going to find some treasure. Becca, your hands up very quick. So there's the treasure map, hold it up, nice and high so everyone can see it. So there's the treasure map, right, do you want to have a look and see if you can follow the map and find the treasure? Oh, you're doing all the squiggles too. marks the spot and what's inside give it a wee shake (laughs) quite heavy bring it up to the front Really heavy, isn't it? Yeah. Thank you. Rebecca has followed the treasure map and she has found the treasure. Yep, this is my money box. And yeah, a lovely sheep. Yep. And it's really heavy, but there's no gold in it, sadly. There's only one piece and two piece. Oh. So there might be about £3.50 or so in it. It just feels really heavy. Jesus talks 
about I'm going to put that down Jesus talks about treasure and about greed and he tells a story about a foolish farmer this man has a big bumper crop he has so much that he has a problem he has nowhere to store all that he has harvested the barn just won't take it it's a bit like um, if that money box got too full you you can't put any more into it and he thinks to himself and he says I know what I'm going to do and what does he do can anyone remember he decides to pull down the barn and build a bigger one and put it all inside and then take things easy look uh, if you have uh, the passage uh, from verse 17 this is what happens he thought to himself what shall I do I have no place to store my crops then he said this is what I'll do I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones and there I will store all my grain and all my goods and I'll say to myself you have plenty of good things laid up for many years take life easy eat, drink and be merry in those verses who is he thinking about? himself isn't that right he doesn't think about anybody else he just thinks about himself you see it there what shall I do in fact let's go through it again and every time he refers to himself when he says I or me or myself uh, point, point to yourself okay and the congregation can do it as well so verse 17 he thought to himself what shall I do. I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, This is what I'll do. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones, and there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I'll say to myself, You have plenty of good things laid up for many years. Take life easy. Eat, drink and be merry. So he has all this uh, provision, all these crops. And who does he think about? Just himself. He has great plans for himself. He's going to eat and drink and be merry. Great life ahead nothing to worry about who did he forget about when he thought about himself Hmm? he thought about other people yep that's true who else did he forget about God that's right He forgot about God who gave him everything and he forgot about other people who might be able to use those things. And God 
calls him a fool. God calls him an idiot. Because he has all these things that stored up for himself. He thought that he had everything he needed. And yet he had nothing at all. Look at verse 21. Jesus says, This is how it will be with anyone who stores up things for himself. But is not rich towards God. You see uh, what happened to the man? He had everything. He had stored things up, and yet he hadn't thought about God. He didn't care about God. Jesus gives us a warning about wealth, a warning about greed. But Jesus then goes on to say uh, that. Rather than worrying about wealth, instead, we don't need to worry. And he tells us to look at some things. Here's the first. What's that? Not a crow, no. Not a blackbird. It it is a bird that's black, but it's not a blackbird. Not a sparrow, no. Um, Look at verse 24, and you might find the answer. Mark? It's a raven. That's right, this is from the RSPB website. Jesus says, look at the ravens. Consider the ravens. Now, answer me this. Have you ever seen a raven driving a tractor? No. Have you ever seen uh, a raven uh, buying seed and sowing it uh, and planting it? No. Have you ever seen uh, a raven um, piling up grain in a big storehouse in a big barn? No. Oh. You see, Jesus says, consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn, yet God feeds them. The birds don't worry about planting and sowing and reaping. They just get fed. God feeds them. And Jesus goes on to say how much more valuable you are than birds. So if God cares about little birds... How much more does he care about you? Jesus then says, Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? Another version of it, it says, Who of you by worrying can add a single cubit to his height? Now, some of you are very tall. Some of you are getting tall. But Jesus says, could you add 18 inches or half a meter to your height by worrying about it? You think if I worried enough, I could eventually be tall? I don't think so. 
You don't have to be so cruel. No matter how much I worry about only being five, seven and a half, and the half is really important, um, I'll never be any taller. And no matter how much I worry, it'll not add any uh, length to my life. Jesus then says to look at something else. What's this? Someone else. What? A lily. Great. Very good. Nice lily. Jesus says, consider the lilies. Or, consider all the red roses that uh, appeared in your houses yesterday. I'm quite sure. Think about all those flowers. Do the flowers... Uh, spend hours going around uh, shopping to get the latest fashion. Do flowers spend ages at a sewing machine trying to clothe themselves? No. Flowers just are flowers. The way they're made is so beautiful with their colour and their uh, their scent and all sorts of things. The flowers don't worry about being flowers. And yet Jesus says that they were clothed uh, better than Solomon. He says, Not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. Now, Solomon uh, was the designer fashion model of his day. He was the cool dude in his day. And yet Jesus says that the lilies are dressed better than him. So don't worry, Jesus says, about your life, what you will eat or what you will wear. Verse 31. Jesus says, seek his kingdom and these things will be given to you as well. The question is this, where is your treasure? What is the thing that you focus on and live your life for? Is it something like that? Is it wealth that you obsess about and, um, and live for? Because if your treasure is on earth, then the danger is that the thief will come in and steal it, or the moth will eat it, or rust will wear it away. Jesus says to have treasure in heaven, to invest in heaven, because it won't wear out. There are no thieves, there are no uh, moths. But how do we get treasure in heaven? How do we store up treasure in heaven? (coughs) Look at verse 33. Jesus says, Sell your possessions and give to the poor. Provide purses for yourselves that will not wear out. A treasure in heaven that will not be exhausted. 
where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. We use earthly treasure to gain heavenly treasure. We use our earthly wealth to help those in need. And by that way, we gain treasure in heaven. Because Jesus says, right at the very end, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. If my uh, weird money box had been my treasure, then I would have been really worried whenever Rebecca got close to it and went to get it. But if my treasure is in heaven where it is safe and secure and no one can take it away, then that's where my heart will be also. That's where my focus will be. Let's pray. (coughs) Heavenly Father, we thank you for all the good things that you give us. We thank you that you know our needs and you care for us and you provide for us. Help us to not have treasure on earth. Help us to store up treasure in heaven by using those things that you give us. Help us to see those in need and to share with them Help us to have our heart in heaven where Jesus is. We pray this in his name. Amen.